Good morning. I'm Aya Wimala. Today is the 1st of October and it's a beautiful day here. It's a little warm, but it's certainly, we're certainly seeing signs of fall. So we can appreciate the warmer, dry days and look forward to cooler weather. So I hope wherever you are, it's beautiful and feels you can feel tranquility and serenity on this lovely day or evening, depending on where you are. So we are really moving quickly through our pilgrimage, our 35-day pilgrimage. I think today we're on day 20. make sure the merit of giving and the three characteristics we read uh, we read on Tuesday. So today is day 20 in a pilgrimage pilgrims companion visiting the sacred sites of the life of the Buddha in India. So uh, maybe you've been on this pilgrimage. For me it's still a dream and we're reading about the sacred sites, the birth, the enlightenment, the first talk the Buddha gave, and his his Padinibbana, final enlightenment at death. So today we're on 20 at, out of 35 days. We'll do a short reading. It's called Bringing Tranquility to the Land. From the Dika Nikaya 5, those are the longer discourses, the fifth. And the reflection is an auspicious day. From the Majjhima Nikaya, the middle length discourse is 131. So these are both, these both look very uplifting. So day 20, why don't we, if you want to, you can uh, close your eyes and sit in your meditation posture and just listen. And all of this will just be soaking in. And then when I finish reading, we can sit together for the rest of our time together. And you may want to just continue sitting with the readings, uh, reflecting on them or seeing, seeing uh, connecting them to your own life, seeing what arises from that. Or you can just go into Samatha practice, just uh, enjoying the tranquility and the calm. So the reading, Day 20, Bringing Tranquility to the Land. One day, the Brahmin Kutadanta addressed the Blessed One, Master Gotama, I have heard that you understand how to conduct the triple sacrifice successfully with its 16 requisites. I want to make just such a big sacrifice, but I do not know how to do it. It would be good if Master Gotama would explain this to me. Listen, Brahmin, the Buddha answered. Pay proper attention and I will explain. Yes, Master Gotama replied Kutadanta. Brahmin, the Buddha continued, long ago there was a very wealthy king called 
Mahavijita. One day, as this king was reflecting in private, the thought came to him, I have acquired extensive wealth. I occupy a wide extent of land, which I have conquered. Let me now make a great sacrifice. He called his spiritual advisor and asked, How can I make a great sacrifice, which will be of lasting benefit to me and ensure my happiness? Your Majesty, the advisor replied, Your country is beset by outlaws who are ravaging villages and towns. The countryside is infested with brigands. It would not be right for your majesty to tax this region. Your majesty might think, I will get rid of this plague of robbers by executions and imprisonments, or by confiscation, threats, and banishment. In that way, however, the problem would not be properly resolved. Those who survived would later harm your majesty's realm. There is, however, a plan by which you can completely eliminate the lawlessness. To those in the kingdom who are engaged in cultivating crops, let your majesty distribute grain. To those who are raising cattle, give fodder. To those in trade, give capital. To those in government service, assign proper living wages. In this way, thievery will disappear and your your majesty's revenues will certainly increase. So be it, cried the king, and he did exactly as his advisor had suggested. As a result, all of his subjects became intent on their own occupations, and no one harmed the kingdom. Not only did thievery disappear and the king's revenues increase, but the land became tranquil and the people, with joy in their hearts, playing with their children, dwelled in open houses. And that's from the Deacon Nikaya 5. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that just a perfect teaching for us today? It's perfect. So here is a reflection, which is from the Majima Nikaya 131. An auspicious day. Don't dwell on the past. Don't long for the future. The past is gone. The future is yet to come. With mindfulness, be aware of every present moment, training the mind with diligence and steadfastness. Who knows when death may come? Perhaps tomorrow it will strike. There is no bargaining with death and his enemy and his army. Excuse me. There is, I'll read that last sentence again. There is no bargaining with him or his army. For one who practices in this way, both ardent and untiring, every day the Buddha taught, is an auspicious day. And that's perfect too. So, 
We can we train the mind with diligence and steadfastness. With mindfulness, be aware of every present moment. So we aren't skipping through our days just enjoying, you know, the birds and the bees flying around, but we are training the mind with this diligence and steadfastness to be, to be solid in that moment. So two beautiful teachings. So why don't we just sit now together? Be aware of the body breathing. In whatever posture you're in, let your spine be lifted up, even if you're on the floor. That helps you have uh, less pain in your body. Helps you be awake and feel awake. As you settle into the posture, just be aware of your breathing. Be aware of the body breathing. The body's doing this work. Just this alone can fill us with gratitude. Just keep coming back to the breath. Let go of everything that isn't happening in the present moment. Just let go of things you've been worried about or concerned with, things you have to do that have been left undone, things you want to do, haven't had time to do. But right now, just be in the present moment. Be with your breath. And let be. Just let any kind of action, any kind of fixing a situation or fixing a person, just let that go as well. Just let everything be the way it is.
right now everything is just the way it needs to be right at this moment. And be aware of your whole body relaxing. If you can do this, let go and let be. and come to each in-breath and out-breath. Just be with the breath. The body's breathing. And we can keep a light focus on the breath and observing the breath where we feel it. As we breathe in through our nostrils, we have a lighter sensation of the air coming into our nostrils. It's that whole area just around your nose and above your upper lip. Let your focus rest lightly there or on your belly as your belly rises and falls. It rises as you inhale and contracts as you exhale. If that works for you, Focus on your breath there. With earnestness and steadfastness, let your mind rest in the present. To be aware of the present moment, we can be aware of everything coming in through our sense doors, just with an awareness of it without judging it or evaluating it or analyzing it. Just be present with it. Be the silent observer.
and allow your body to be relaxed. If there's tension in a part of your body, it will affect your practice. So find those places of tension or tightness and imagine you're breathing into them. And as you exhale, just allow the tension to go out with the breath. Even the thoughts that flow through your head, just be the silent observer of those thoughts. See them rise and then allow them to just fall away because you're not feeding them with attention. You can make a mental note, just one word that might describe the thought or remind you that it's a thought you have repeatedly, then label it and then let that go. Along with the thought, let the labeling go. It can just be a reminder. Most of our thoughts follow a pattern. They're very repetitious. If you become distracted by anything, a sound, someone speaking to you, something abruptly interrupting you, see if you can just be okay with whatever that distraction is, or it might be a thought that carries you away. And just gently bring your attention back to your breath. Come back to that present moment. 
we're taming the mind. We're not punishing it. We're taming it. It's just like the reading today. The king's great sacrifice wasn't to punish all the robbers or uh, create more havoc in the land. It was to give people what they needed. And then, then all, all of the problems in the kingdom disappeared. So no need to deal with hate or anger or irritation, even with our distractions, even with the things that we think are interrupting us from our practice. They're just teachers. We can just patiently, silently watch and observe. And we're observing the outside and we're also observing our reactions to things. We're seeing what arises within us. How do we react to things outside of us, outside of our control? Let's end with just a few moments of metta practice. I'm thinking if we want to be that watchful observer, uh, we, need to, we need to care about ourselves enough to be able to do that, to love ourselves and to be an observer, because all of that is training to purify our mind. And we need to care about ourselves to even recognize that we want to have that purified mind. So, 
Start with yourself. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May my loved ones be well, happy and peaceful. May the stranger in my day, someone who's just like me, just someone I don't know, another human being, may that stranger be well and happy and peaceful. May my enemy, my difficult person, my challenging person, be well and be happy and be at peace. Whether they're my enemy or not, they're a human being. We all want the same things. And may all beings everywhere, human and non-human, beings being born, beings dying, beings invisible to us, all creatures, all beings throughout this world and this world system, and let this quality of metta and kindness and goodwill just radiate out in all directions and spread throughout infinity. May all beings everywhere be well, be content and happy in their minds, and be at peace. So thank you. Let's share merit. May everything we do today, all of our thoughts, our actions, our speech, be done not only for our own benefit, but for the benefit of all beings, all of these beings we've sent metta to, all beings everywhere. So we want our practice to be as pure as possible to be able to do this with a good heart, with a genuine heart. So, thank you. Thank you for joining me, being part of my practice. And I'll see you tomorrow, Friday. Bye for now. Have a beautiful day.